Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Panthers, Keith, move up to one to get their guy. Who will that guy be? Key and I here today without Jay. He's uh, indisposed today, but we'll be back soon. Um, Key, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, obviously, but the Panthers move up to one. They give up, in your estimation, not that much to, to get their, their guy. If they've identified the quarterback they want, they swap one, so they move up eight slots. And in addition to that, they give up DJ Moore, a receiver who you have to pay, right? And a, a first and two seconds. I think that's a lot to give up. You don't think so if you've identified your guy. And then the question becomes, who is that guy? C.J. Stroud, who's a, kind of a nice overall package. Bryce Young, who has all the stuff except the size, but he really would be the smallest guy ever drafted there as a quarterback. Or Anthony Richardson, who blew everyone away at the combine physically. Who would that guy be? That's the question, Key. What do you think? Oh, okay. I was waiting on you to, <laughs> to, to ask. <laughs> like, yeah, you, Put the query you. in the question. Go ahead. Um, I think it's C.J. Stroud. I mean, I, I would select C.J. Stroud out of all of these quarterbacks. I don't need to move all the way up to get Anthony Richardson because I'm developing Anthony Richardson. We're talking about three years from now, four years from now, before he actually gets underneath the center. It's like a Jordan Love situation. I don't need to do that. C.J. Stroud, I could – start him and start building with him over the next couple of years with a bunch of young talent because we're young. We're not ready to compete. Although we may have an opportunity to compete in the division. All coaches like to compete, but realistically they don't have enough. They won't have enough. Uh, I don't believe to compete in the division with new Orleans now getting uh, their quarterback in car. So it's a good move for CJ. I think if it's CJ Stroud, you look at what they getting in the future, not what they gave up, not what they gave up in this year's draft. Not the 61st pick and not DJ Moore. Because, yes, you had the number one overall pick. You still are picking in the first round just eight slots lower. You're still right there. You still could get one of the players that you covet outside of a quarterback position if you're there and you don't need a quarterback if you're Chicago. You're still picking up at nine. You're like, okay, I could get what I need there. Probably won't pick a receiver. Maybe it's one of the defensive players. Maybe all of a sudden we eyeing the guy on the defensive side of the ball. So we're okay with that at nine because at one, we were never going to take those defensive players. We we're never taking a receiver. So let's get out and get rich. Yeah. I, you know, something Dan Orlovsky said on this show, you know, within the last half of 45 minutes, he said, if it's Anthony Richardson, you know, like the Panthers, Tepper's a big, he takes big swings, right? There's Cam Newton. There's Ron Rivera. We're in the playoffs every other year. We made a Super no, That's good. I want great. No, I'm going to tear it all down. Put all this draft capital in to move up to identify that guy. Who is that guy? It happens relatively close to the combine where Richardson showed out. Oh, my God. That's a specimen, right? Look at the arm. Look at the whole thing. I don't know about three or four years, Key. I, I could see maybe two or three. Maybe it's three. I think that would be on the outside if he stays healthy as a developmental player. Maybe before then he's not ready. He's not ready to play next week. Max. Right, right. I get it. But so it's going to take him at least three years. Three, to, I don't know. Yeah, three? you got to take him. Yeah. Well, listen. At any rate, if you think that's a generational type guy or a top, like C.J. Stroud's a nice overall package, but it's not like oh my god, we've never seen anything like it. 
Bryce Young is so small, as you say, Key. He's unlikely to wow people like that. But Richardson's the guy out of this class where you go, like Josh Allen, what, you know, like, yeah, it's raw, but look at that. That looks a little different. I could see that. I could see something like that, and especially from a guy like Tepper. That makes sense to me. Quentin in D.C., you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Wow, first time calling in, I got to appreciate it, guys. What's going on, Keyshawn? What's going on, Mac? I'm a big Panthers fan. Uh, you're asking if they give up too much. Um, what I'll say is this. Over the last season, you gave up your top two offensive talent to rebuild the team, and you were already uh, building up with young talent on defense and offense. So they really got a hit on this pick. I think uh, I think they give up a little bit too much. We're just giving up DJ Moore. I, I do think he is a one. Um, um, Keyshawn, he just really hasn't had a quarterback to throw on the ball and a good quarterback in the last couple of years. So they really got to hit on this pick. And if they don't, really going to take us back. Because even without a quarterback, when we had a good coach last year, we competed at the top of the division. So that's Yeah, it. see, he hasn't had a good quarterback from a statistical standpoint. Don't look at the numbers. Look at the draw. Look at the defense. Look at look at do they put the red dot on him in the room? Do they say no matter what, he's not going to beat us? That's a one. That's a guy. Um, I don't know that he can carry that mantle by himself as the long ranger. When you got a DJ Moore, it don't matter. Like, if DJ Moore was a one, it wouldn't matter who else you got because a one is always going to shine. Is he a conditional regardless. one key? Is he? Could he be a one in the right system? Because he does appear to be their best receiver at the moment. Well, I mean, it depends on what, you, what you're asking for. Is he OBJ? No. No. Is is so? There you go. There's a healthy OBJ. No, right, right, he's right, he's right. more like you know he's more like a a, a Robert Woods could just he just does everything hell of a player <laughs> nice in the right way and does yeah. everything you know that you want him to do. He he's one of those type of players. Yeah, Robert which Woods, is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, everybody can't be Julio Jones, man. Right, right. It's just not. It's just not set up that way. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits in one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Tom Izzo, Michigan State head coach, 2000 national champion, four-time coach of the year. Good morning, coach. Good morning, Max. Keyshawn, I just want to know where's Aaron Rodgers going. Let's get the real stuff here. Looks like <laughs> you and I both want to know. Looks like the Jets. <laughs> you know, listen. Yeah. Coach, if you hear hoofbeats in North America, don't rule out zebras, but think horses first. I'm saying Jets. You, Coach, you set the record with 25 straight NCAA tournaments. What does that mean to you? Well, it means the world, but it means I had a lot of good players uh, that, that believed in the system and a lot of good assistant coaches. And, uh, but it means the world because I think every one of us, you know, in any sport, in any, doesn't matter what, you're looking for somewhat consistency. We weren't great all the time, but we're, you know, we've been knocking on the door a lot. and We've, you know, gone to 10 elite eights. And so that means uh, not half, but almost half the time we're at least uh, got a chance to get to a Final Four or win a Big Ten championship. And I think that's what it's all about. Winning games is nice, but it's not really a big deal anymore. I learned that after my first Final Four, and, and yet rightfully so. I mean, the name of the game, whether you're in pro or college, is try to win a championship. Coach, you've been obviously as successful as anybody in this. And how have you been able to sustain, though, this level? I know you said well, you had a bunch of good players. Yeah, there's no question about it. The players 
are there and they're there for coaches, but you got to be able to coach it. You got to be able to put the put the program in place. They've got to be able to buy into it. All of those sort of things. How are you able to just do that year in and year out? Well, I think it's the one beauty of, of college, Keyshawn, is that you know you spend time. I mean, uh, pro ball's a little different. I had some chances to look at the NBA, and you know, I had a good friend, Mary Utu, coached in the uh, in, in pro ball. I've had a couple good friends, Jerry Rossberg, who had taken over was my other college roommate. My two college roommates were NFL head coaches. Jerry took over for for Denver a couple of years ago. We talk often, you know, it, it's the same but different. One thing about college, usually up until this past year, you got cup players for three, two, three or four years, and you you can build on that. And then the former guys, you know, um, not many places in pro sports that people play for the, uh, the organization where in college you do that. And so all those former players, I'm lucky that Magic still parents live in town. They all come back, and it's just part of the, the system, part of the culture. And when you've been here a long time, um, your former players help maintain that culture. Tom Izzo, Michigan State's head basketball coach, 2000 national champion, four-time coach of the year, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Uh, he takes on my USC Trojans in the first round as I'm going to give That's him right. congratulations on that loss and an early retirement after we <laughs> smack him real quick in the first round, Coach Izzo. Uh, what's, the, what's the early scouting report on my Trojans up against you guys? You know what? they got a good team. You know, they've got it's, – it's, you know, the, the tournament comes down to matchups. And uh, the one thing, they're a strange matchup. You know, they have a 6'9 guard, this Peterson kid, the Boogie Ellis is – you know, first team all pack ten. He's he's a really good player, and they've had a strange year where they've had a, more than a few injuries. So they've got guys that in the last ten games, you know, one guy only played six, one guy played seven, one played eight. So it's been a a little bit of a different deal, but uh, they're they're very big. Other than Boogie Ellis, they're six seven, six nine, uh, you know, six eleven. Um, you know, shoot it pretty good, but they're actually pretty good defensively. So, uh, um, you know, I'll learn more about them today, but that was my hours of work last night. Uh, I've known Andy for a long time, and uh, he does a good job. So we'll have our work cut out for us, but I guess me and you will have to put a steak dinner on it uh, just to make it some fun. Oh, yeah, we could do that for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> as long as, hey, look, coach, as long as the NC2A doesn't get involved with us betting, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Amen, man. Amen. I'm with you on that. Before we let you go, Tom Izzo, Michigan State head coach with us right now. Coach, before we let you go, as we've seen, as you've seen, increasingly your contemporaries retire, what does it mean yeah. to you to still be one of the faces of college basketball? Well, if I'm a face, it's a privilege. I mean, uh, you know, when you've been at the same place a long time and had some success. But, you know, it's been a weird year. You know, I'm Mike Krzyzewski and, and Roy and Lon Kruger and, uh, you know, those guys. And, uh, you know, now recently Jay Wright and then, uh, you know, Jim Beheim. Uh, it's guys that have been in it a long time and had success. And But I, I still enjoy what I do. I'm not going to lie to you guys. All these new rules and things uh, – complicated it makes it different uh 
Keon's a pro guy. We have free agency every hour. <laughs> you know, we could leave. We we don't have contracts. We don't have salary caps. We just have total free agency, and that makes it a little more difficult. But like everything else in life, you adjust. And I'm uh, I feel privileged that uh, I've been able to survive this long. That's what it is. And and yet, uh, don't take it for granted, man. Every day is a new day, and you see a lot of guys that have had a lot of success and. It doesn't matter. The next year is another new year, and that's the way I look at this. So uh, who knows? I'm probably on the back nine, but I ain't on the 18th hole yet, that's for sure. (laughs) Tom Izzo, the great Tom Izzo. Always love talking to you, Coach. Thanks for coming on. And since you ain't playing Columbia in the first round, best of luck in the tournament. I can say best of luck in the tournament. Well, tell Keyshawn not to be too hard on me now when I get off the air, but I do like (laughs) USC and – and, and Keyshawn, I'm a big football guy, man. That's one thing. Oh, I yeah, got. no, I know. Great talking to you guys. All right. I appreciate Thanks, you guys, right, and uh, hopefully we'll see you later down the road. Uh-huh. Well, I hate, to, care, send him in the, I hate to send him in the early retirement, you know, after this upset victory we're going to make Coach speak like about it two or three times, you know. <laughs> hey, did the Panthers overpay? Because Coach wants to hear some football talk. Back to football for Coach Tom Izzo. Did the Panthers overpay? What type of effect will DJ Moore have on Justin Fields? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Bears traded the number one pick to Carolina. You go up to get your guy. If you believe and you're convinced that whoever the quarterback is that you're targeting or offensive lineman or whatever it is, that that's the guy and you don't want to take a chance on doing it, you certainly go up to get him. C.J. Stroud is going to be my favorite as the number one overall pick. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. People want to weigh in on the Bears-Panthers trade. What did we ask of the Bears, Key, since we knew they were going to have the number one overall pick? Don't do anything foolish like trading Justin Fields. Well, that would never go happen. Right, but who's a big, <laughs> strong kid who can – probably the best runner with a football of all the quarterbacks other than Lamar Jackson, but he's bigger and stronger than Lamar and – and he can throw it, and he was like, you know, Justin Fields kind of, especially in a bad weather town, Justin Fields is the guy you're looking for uh, and, and really hasn't had any stability. Hey, build around him the way they built around Josh Allen in Buffalo, the, the way they built around Jalen Hurts in Philly. Well, not the way they built around Lamar Jackson. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> they built well around Lamar Jackson. They just never took it to that next level, Key. No, no, they put a good team around him. They just never, at a certain point, you got to 
put, push your chips to the middle of the table. We'll get them that ace receiver, that alpha. Do- they never did that. But, and they haven't done that for Justin Fields yet either. But they put a nice, respectable receiver room together, absent a real number one, right? They got all this draft capital to build an O-line, to bring in a defense. They did what we asked them to do, and the Panthers just took a big swing. We'll see if they get it right. Who they target. 888-SAY-ESPN-KJM is presented by Progressive Insurance. Fox in D.C. You're on with Keyshawn Johnson and Max Kellerman. What's up, Key and Max? It's Fox out of D.C. Hey, What's up, Fox out of D.C.? Man, I want to know why it is that Washington didn't pursue that first-round pick. Hear me out, Key. I'm thinking we could have moved Chase and that 16th Maybe throw a first or a second in somewhere, and I think Chicago would have been happy with that, and we could have went out the Stroud. If it's Stroud, if Chase, it's not Richard Chase, what do you say, the sixteenth pick in Chase? Yeah, something like that. No, you ain't gonna get up there to high. You're not gonna. You're gonna have to give up. You're gonna have to give up a couple ones, the Chase, some twos, because you're too far down. Also, also Chase, like Key, you want like the the the. The Chase stud, Young, is he I, talking of about? Of course, of course. Yeah. The stud pass rusher guy is the is is one of the kind of things that puts you over the top. Man, I, I, don't think I haven't seen him in two years. So right, right. But even let's say he was healthy and productive and everything. To me, I'm not trying to 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 get when I'm trying to build a team. The stud pass rusher, who's by the way coming up on his second deal too early, because the shelf life of a defensive player is not the same as a quarterback I want to get my quarterback I want to get my O-line built I want to get my receiver now when I feel like things are in the now come in and why, put me over the top if Washington was looking to do anything at the quarterback spot they should go ahead and hurt the Ravens feelings if that's what they were going to do right if, that, Absolutely. if that's what they're going to do yeah go ahead and hurt the Ravens feelings and put the money together in in you know basically say hey you could have two ones one now and one later you can have my 16th pick, and you can have whatever next year. I don't care. Bye. I'm going to do this dude. I'm going to give him $300 million, and we're going to keep it moving. Don't but listen that's to just, the key, though, Washington, because I'm a Giants fan. I don't want Lamar Jackson in the division for sure. Well, that's how you get it done, though. Yeah, but for sure. don't want. You yeah. think I want to be in it? Like, there's Lamar Jackson. There's Jalen Hurts. The worst quarterback my Giants would have to go up against would be Dak Prescott. No, thank you. No, thanks. Man, you keep, you keep on throwing shade on Dak Prescott not, if you want to. Key, I'm not. I'm saying if that's the third best guy that my team has to face, we're in trouble because Dak is good. I know he's good. But damn, Lamar and Hurts in addition, I d- don't want it. Ilya in Las Vegas, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, good, mor- hey, good morning. What's up, Key? What's up, Max? Uh, tell you the truth, man. Check me out. Just listen to me one time. Sam Dorno is the man. Why not go and get a tackle and go after DeAndre Hopkins and free agent? Everybody talking about getting help. Give Sam some help. The Jets didn't have anything. Sam, number two pick. Show Sam some love. Look how many games he won with Carolina. What do you think about that, Key? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they're going to give him the type of love that he probably – me personally, I probably would have tried, tried him out and see what – see what I could do with him, but they may have him as the bridge guy to bring along a young quarterback if that's if that's the way they're going to go. Uh, maybe maybe they want Will Anderson as the number one overall guy, the linebacker out of Alabama, and maybe Sam is their guy. I, I don't know. We just assume, based on 
the way that the owner wait a minute approached everything he in hiring the coach about how he wanted an offensive minded guy so you immediately point to the quarterback wait you think that they're trading all that draft capital up to go get a pass rusher right now you don't know. Yeah, but hold up. A pass, as I said, a defensive Will Ander- player. Will Anderson, Will Anderson was the consensus number one pick I, in this year's draft. I get it. Would have been last year. Yeah, what, right. 20, what are we in, man? What year is it? 2023. Since 2021. He was, the for this right. year's draft, he was always the consensus yeah. number one overall pick. If he would have come out last year, he'd have been the number one. Right, I and get so, it. I get it, but key, when you need as much, like, the quarterback's not going to be the last thing you slide in. There's no way they did all that to go get a defensive But I don't, know, I don't know personally how they feel about Sam Darnold. I'm just assuming, based on moving up to the number one overall slot, that they said to themselves, we're going to get a quarterback because the owner said that this league is about offense and quarter. I want to, I want me an offensive-minded coach, so I'm hiring. Instead of Steve Wilkes, I'm hiring this particular coach. But does that mean that Frank Wright and him say we're going to draft a quarterback, or does that mean Frank Wright and, and Coach Caldwell are going to fix Sam Darnold and design stuff around it? I don't know. I'm just Key, if having they, these conversations. If they don't draft a quarterback, that would rank among the biggest shocks in sports in the last 10 years. How so? Will Anderson is a top dude, man. Okay, let's see what happens. You want to make no, a I'm bet, I'll give you, you odds. Will Anderson is a top guy. I'm not if saying they, he's not. If they did do that, they ain't drafted one overall. because they felt they couldn't get him at nine and they decided to take him number one overall when he's been a consensus for the most part as the number one all selection until the kid from Georgia all of a sudden passed him up over this last you know part of the season. You just don't know, Max. You don't know how these dudes think, man. Right. You think one thing that, like me. That's why. Okay, that's why I'm saying it would be a shock that I say I guarantee it's not going to happen. Here's what, what I, is, here's what I am going to say. Biggest shocks in sports in ten Here, years. Here's, here's what I am going to say though. That momentum on Will Anderson, yeah, is about to start coming. Mm-hmm. You watch what I tell you. Right. Watch you. Three weeks from now, you're going to be like, why do they have him ranked number one in the to move uh, up zero slots and give up a you. first in two seconds? If I wanted a defense, I would just draft a whole defense for that. I would draft the guy mean, at eight or, or nine. I wouldn't be, I would I wouldn't dra- be use shocked. my first in two seconds for defensive players. If I really I want a defense, I get four really good defensive players. I wouldn't be shocked. This is Keyshawn. I would be absolutely floored. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. So what does this trade do for Justin Fields? After this, and by the way, your calls, 888-SAY-ESPN. After this message from FanDuel, this March, take your first shot at hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get, listen to this, 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to 200 bucks. That's right. Just bet $20, you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 bucks you can spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads, to that sneaky matchup you've been eyeing, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There is no better place to bet than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to fanduel.com slash play, P-L-A-Y, and make every moment more with FanDuel all March long. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Just Key and me today on KJM. Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end, played for the Eagles, Jags, Pats, and Lions with us now. Morning, Clay. Good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? What's up, Clay? Clay, um, what do you think of that Bears-Panthers trade? I think it was a great trade for the Bears. <clears throat> I mean, the Panthers, I think it was a great trade for both parties. The Panthers needed their quarterback. Last year, they're going through Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. I mean, they're, they're throwing me. They tried to call me up to play some quarterback for them last year. So I think it was a great trade from them, but I think the Bears knocked it out the park. Not only do you get the draft capital, you only move down eight spots. You got a first rounder next year. You got a second rounder in 2025 and a second rounder this year. But you get DJ Moore. He would be the all-time leading receiver for the Bears right now at this point in his career, ever. I mean, this guy's only 25 years old. He's got three deal, three years left on his contract, $20 million cap hit this year. But then it goes down to 16 and 15. This is actually some value for the Bears. And if you look at free agency this year, I think we're going to see some some wide receivers getting overpaid. I don't think there's that much talent out there. So you get the best free agent wide receiver, you know, for, for nothing. You know, so, so this is a great deal for the Bears. Not only do you get the picks, but you get DJ Moore for your young quarterback, Justin Fields. What does this do for Justin Fields, picking up a DJ Moore pairing him with Chase Claypool. I still think they need to get a bona fide number one guy. I like DJ Moore, but I don't believe that he is the alpha dog that you would want in a receiving room solely by itself. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, there's no number one out there. You're looking at free agency. You're looking at the draft. Paul's looking at all this stuff, too, and he said, okay, there really ain't no big number one available, but it does so much for Justin Fields. You have to look no further and look at Jalen Hurts last year. You know, I played for the Eagles. I'm an Eagles guy. Jalen Hurts had eerily similar numbers to Justin Fields. They both had 61 completion percentage. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Jalen Hurts had an 86 rating. This year, Justin Fields had a 60 completion percentage, an 85 rating, a 54 QBR. Jalen Hurts went up to 100-something rating, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. He improved so much. Why? Because he got A.J. Brown. He got a big-time receiver. Same thing with Tua. Tua went from an average receiver to an average quarterback to a great quarterback because he got a big-time receiver, Trevor Lawrence. 
You give him Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, the guy didn't just change automatically overnight. He got some weapons to throw the ball to, and that's what they're doing for Justin Fields. He's got the whole offseason to work with more Claypool and Mooney, and now I think he's got some weapons. That, that makes sense. I 100% agree, but to Key's point, Moore is a nice receiver. I think they've built a nice receiving room without that bona fide, that guy's the one. And DeAndre Hopkins is out there, apparently available, maybe for like a second-round pick. Am I missing something? Is Hopkins, has he regressed? Is it a thing now where he's not a number one anymore? Because, damn, DeAndre Hopkins, that's a number one to me, and apparently he's available. Is he not a number one anymore in your eyes? He's number one, but you know he's definitely number one, and you saw that last year. But I don't think the you know the Cardinals were really trying to trade up and, and, and you know to give away that capital right now. I know he's on the market, but if you're trading this pick and you can couple DJ Moore in there, mm-hmm. I think it's more productive. It's better because DJ Moore is 25. This guy's going to keep getting better. He's one of seven players in NFL history to have 1,200 yards from scrimmage in his first five seasons three times. Seven players in NFL history. This guy can play. I'm, he's not the number one receiver. He's not DeAndre Hopkins, who showed again last year after he came back from his suspension that he still can play. He's a number one. But look at D.J. Moore's quarterbacks. He, Cam, Cam Newton was in a wheelchair when he was playing with him. He's got Baker Mayfield. I mean, he doesn't have great quarterbacks. I mean, you look at Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker. I mean, he hasn't played with great I think Justin Fields will actually be an upgrade from some of the guys he was playing with. No, Justin Fields certainly is an upgrade, and they can grow together because they both are still relatively young in this situation. In, in terms of De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins is at a place in his career, Max, where he needs to go to a team that can win right now. He doesn't need to go to a rebuilding sort of two-year window, three-year window type team because he's a little long in the tooth. He only has so much time left. He's got to go to a New York giant. He's got to go to a team that, that – you feel like Dallas Cowboys. I get that, Keith, from his point way. of view, but I'm just saying if you listen to what Clay just brought up about the similarities, and you've made these comparisons too between Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields, the, and I get that, that this Bears team is not in the same position as the Eagles team was, but when they brought in A.J. Brown, the dude who can yeah. go across the middle, yeah. the guy who could do then it became a yes. thing where he took off. And I look at a guy like DeAndre Hopkins and I go – Man, in this receiving room, if you add a guy like that, now you're cooking. But maybe they're a little far away from that. Yeah, two years. Look, when when Arizona picked up DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins was in the middle of his career. Right. He was. He was. He was. You know, he was cooking in the middle. So it's a little. It's a big, big difference. Where could Chicago finish in the division at with this situation this year? I think, you know, you got obviously you got Aaron Rodgers probably out the door to the Jets. I think the Lions are probably the favorite, in my opinion. Uh, the Vikings obviously won the division last year. Kirk Cousins had a good year. But I think the division's it's open. I don't want to sound crazy, but I think they can compete for this division. And you look at A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown was a great receiver, but he didn't have a year like he had this year until he went to Philly. He improved. So I think D.J. Moore can improve, too. And – the Packers offered a first-round pick for D.J. Moore. They know they need receivers. They offered a first-rounder. The Bears got him. So I think the Bears can finish in the middle of the pack. Maybe they can jump uh, Minnesota, Green Bay, Detroit. Still got two first-round picks. They looked really good last year. So I think they're 
not quite competing for the division yet, but they'll be that second tier in the NFC North. They could probably get second place, maybe get a, a wild card berth. And Justin Fields, we don't know what he can do with the number one receiver or with a better receiving core. We saw what he can do running the football. Now he's got someone to throw the ball to. Teams can't key on those runs. So I think it'll be a, a big improvement for the Bears this year. Clay Harbor, former NFL tight end. I'm going to call him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Clay Harbor. <laughs> I'm sure that's the first time you've ever heard that, right? The least original joke. Oh, yes, Mama call called him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Clay. Yeah, right. absolutely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The Bears traded the number one pick to Carolina. For Chicago, it's, hey, Justin Fields, we're going to give you a two-year window to kind of play MVP-level football. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Key, you just heard Dan Orlovsky um, coming back from break say that this trade puts Justin Fields in the position to make a run at MVP. Well, that – you know, I just don't think they have the offensive line or the defense for that yet. I'm not it takes gonna, a lot. I'm not going to do Dan like that, Max. That's not what he said. He said – Play MVP type football, right? <laughs> right, but that means which, that he would. That doesn't mean that, means that you're going to win MVP, but it means like you're one of those names. Yeah, and and he was going to be one of those names this year if he would have played consistency, uh, more consistent. He would have been one of those names this year, even though had, they wouldn't have won games. Listen, they they have the number one overall pick for a reason, though. Like, yeah, you know, no, no, no I'm talking about him individually. He gave you MVP like performances at times throughout this short season for him because of the splash plays. So I don't want to make it sound like Dan is saying a guy is going to win the MVP. Here's what's got to happen, though. If you think about it, Jalen Hurts went to the playoffs the first time as a full-time starter. And then from there, they saw exactly what Jalen Hurts was, and they made a decision. Howie Roseman uh, of the Philadelphia Eagles alone with Nick Sariani said, hey, we need to go get this, we need to get that, we need to shore up this. We need to run the football and do that. And now we're going to put ourselves in a different situation. The Chicago Bears have yet to do that. They're still in that mold. You know, Justin Fields, let's let's go and be the, the, the sixth seed in, in the playoffs next year, 2023 season. Let's be a wild card on the road. And then we look to 2024 where he becomes the dominant Jalen Hurts effect where they can now go get – 
a bona fide big time wide receiver along with a tight end and then maybe another running back and then start to really build around him. They're a couple years away from that. Listen, uh, MVP is essentially a quarterback award. So they're a 32 starting quarterback, but really figure more like 28 or 29 because there's some teams that are going to bench guys and stuff like that. And then out of those 28 or 29, maybe you could take 15. With you know where you could look at, you go maybe him because he's really good or he's on a really good team, and and then a handful of guys where you go, they're ascending because of their age, because of their raw talent, because of the direction of the franchise. You might say if everything breaks right for this guy, at the moment Justin Fields is tenth in the odds. I was going to win say, MVP. I, he's I plus twenty five hundred. I was going to say this probably without you even saying. That, I was going to say as you were talking, I was thinking this probably. Seven quarterbacks that I could think of that is like For serious sure ahead of him. Yeah, no, no, just serious about having an opportunity to be an MVP. Right. There's only like Patrick maybe Mahomes, Josh seven. Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron yeah, Rodgers in the Jackson, right situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lamar Jackson. About, if he's there's healthy, only about seven. Right. And then there's one or two that could have a, a magical roller coaster ride and get the benefit of the doubt. Hey, Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins can play on his best best career. No they ain't never they ain't never no, gonna they no, just ain't gonna do no, it. That's not they just not. Right. He can throw for sixty five hundred yards and fifty touchdowns for some reason, they'll be like, nah. That's how that's just, you know, in their mind, that's the way it is. What's Aaron Rodgers odds guys right now? Because people don't know where he's gonna play. Are there odds yeah, on Rodgers? Must so Aaron Rodgers is at plus two thousand. Hey, Key, your favorite Tua plus twenty two hundred. So he's tied with Lamar Jackson right in front of Justin Fields. Mahomes leading the pack. Mahomes is at plus six fifty. Burrow and Allen are tied at plus seven fifty. Right, Allen's a touch high. Burrow's where he should be. Hurts should be higher than Allen, I think. Uh, Jay in the Bronx, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. What's up? What's up, fellas? Max, I've been messing with you since around the horn back in 2003. Keyshawn, I've been messing with you since you wore that number three at USC. And Rich Kotite, that he was a dud, your first head coach in the NFL. But anyway, I just want to say, why y'all not talking about the Dolphins trade with Jalen Ramsey? Y'all talking about the Bears. They not going nowhere. Y'all talking about Aaron Rodgers coming to New York. Talk about Jalen Ramsey. I'm with Please. it. Listen, Key, he makes a – Jay in the Bronx makes a good point. Jalen Ramsey. Well, you you the one – you Considered. You. I don't know why you've ignored this all day, Key. Yes, Max, what's wrong with why, you? What is the matter? But Jalen Ramsey, considered one of the premier corners – we're going to get your opinion on that in a second – gets moved to a team known for its offense who is putting together a roster it looks like is built to win – now, Key, Woo! who is Jalen Ramsey that really? He ran that thing for McCaff right there on the interception. He ran that route for him. So um, who is Jalen Ramsey? Where does he rank among the corners? Is he a number one shutdown type corner? I Forget about shutdown. There are very few of those guys. But where is Ramsey in his career? How good is he? What is this I think he's still mean? good. I think he's still good. The only thing I don't like about him, he's always looking for a bailout. Excuses. Always pointing to the referee. Always talking about somebody pushing. Always looking for the safety help. He's better than that. He's way better than that. He's just got to refocus, reshift again. He had a down year this past year. But he's certainly one of the top four corners in the National Football League. Long. He's got length. He's aggressive. He's not afraid to mix it up. One of top the things four, I love about him. Top four yeah, corners? Top four corners in the league. Who are the other I, guys? Sauce there already? I would say Xavier Howard still. If he's yep. healthy, he's still really good. Um, you know, obviously Jalen. 
I'm trying to think now that you done put me on the spot with some. But that's okay. You think LeBrains. of him as an elite corner. He's a, if you're top four, you're you, elite. You you got my guy uh, Darius Slay. Well, I don't know what's gonna happen with him in Philadelphia. He's right there. Um, my guy up in Buffalo, if he's healthy, he's right there. Young but certain. It, so if you if say Xavier Howard right away, and you're say, you're saying they have two of two elite corners on the team now. If they both can get back to three years ago, if they both show up like three years ago, but do you think that's they got po- the, you think they are? If you yeah, say they could the, be. They got Vic Fangio now as a defensive coordinator, so he's going to put them in positions to be successful. Uh, when you think about that, these are two long dudes now, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know. Jalen Ramsey's not afraid to, to, to force in the run game. Uh, Xavier Howard's not a for, uh, uh, scared to do that either. So you got probably two of the best corners on a tandem right now in the National Football League. These two dudes are probably the best tandem in the National Football League. So think about what they're doing. They have two of the best receivers you know, as Marcus a tandem. Peter, Marcus Peters as, as well as uh, – uh, what's his running mate's name? I'm throwing a blank right now. Humphreys. Mm-hmm. So when you start to just look at – a lot of different positions and at the, I mean, a lot of different players at the cornerback position. They all vary differently. It's a, I like long guys like Jalen Ramsey. It's I a do pass happy league, and the Miami Dolphins with an offensive mind who has shown results wherever he is, right, a- a- including as a head coach in his first year. This team has two guys at receiver who can burn everyone, and two guys at corner who are elite. I can't wait, though. I can't wait. And I'll explain to you why I can't wait when we come right back. I'll explain to you. He can't wait. How much pressure is on South Carolina? Their head coach joins us to break it all down. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.